Welcome to the Hunting Dog Public, where we talk about everything hunting dogs and more. I'm your host, Cody Moreland, and let's drop that tailgate. Today's word comes from John 15, 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, and that it may bring forth more fruit. John 15, 2. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Moreland. Today we got Mr. Greg Maynard on the line. Mr. Greg is a very busy man. It took me a couple of weeks to get him on the line, but I finally got him on here and I thought it was a great podcast. Mr. Greg is very knowledgeable in both squirrel and coon hunting. He says that his goal at this moment is to win a world hunt and the coon dogs. He's already won quite a few in the squirrel dogs. The first half of it is going to be mostly squirrel dogs. For y'all that's here for the coon hunting, it will be the second half. But I encourage you to listen it all the way through because he has a lot of knowledge and there's a lot of crossover. Mr. Greg is the president of the USDC which is the Ultimate Squirrel Dog Club. They have money hunts in the squirrel hunts. And he's also a promoter and active hunter in the pro sport. The pro sport has a hunt coming up July the 22nd of 2022. It is called the Integrity Hunt. It'll be in Reading. I actually think it's pronounced Reading, Michigan. Looks like the entry fee is going to be $1,050. First place will take 20000 Second place will take 10,000. Third place, 5,000. And fourth place will take 1,000. All cast winners will receive 1,000. That information is on their Pro Sport Facebook group. You can go and join there and follow along or check out their hunts. Also, the USDC has a Facebook group. Y'all go check it out, follow the group. They have some great hunting and information on there as well. I hope y'all enjoyed this as much as I did, Mr. Greg. I really appreciate him coming on. He is a very valuable member of both the coon hunting and squirrel hunting worlds. He has hunted some great dogs. Without further ado, Mr. Greg Maynard. All right, guys. Today we got Mr. Greg Maynard. He is a man of many hats. Busy man. We got him on the phone. And Mr. Greg, I'd like to tell about yourself and where you're from. How you doing today? Oh, I'm wonderful. Good, good. Uh, my name's Greg Maynard. I'm uh, 47 years old. I'm from uh, Southern Ohio. Uh, grew up in a little town uh, called Buena Vista uh, along the Ohio River. Um, I've lived here uh, my whole life. I, 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 you know, moved up the road about 20 minutes from Buena Vista, but uh, but still in these hills of Southern Ohio uh, and along the the Ohio River here, I've, I've lived my whole life. So. I got you. I always, for some reason, ask what the terrain's like. So I guess what what kind of woods you hunting up there? Man, right here at the house, it's as it's as bad as it gets. It's a <laughs> pretty pretty daggone hilly. Um, here we're uh, we're right here. You know, Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia, all come together right here. And uh, you know, if you've you've heard of, I actually work in West Virginia. So, you know, everybody, when they think of West Virginia, they think of mountains. And uh, we've, we've got them here in southern Ohio, too. And I'll, I'll just be uh, honest with you. I, I try my best not to hunt them. I'll, I'll go about an hour north of me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
I, I can drive about an hour to an hour and a half north of me and get get in some of the best coon hunting uh, there is. So and squirrel hunting, flatland. So um, that's uh, so that's what I try to do: dodge these hills when I can. <laughs> so at your house, it's big, big timber. Mount, is it like mountainous? Like you have to look for cuts to walk through down the hill, or, or is yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of. Uh, I mean, you you can climb it. Just not fun. It'll gas you pretty good, but, uh, but yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's not pleasant at all. You know, you turn a dog loose behind my house here and, uh, you're instantly walking uphill, you know, so there's no, there's no flat land to it at all. So, all right. But an hour North, is it croplands or just, yes, it's, uh, it's cropland, good farmland, fence rows, boxwoods. So box timber, just square timber blocks. Right. Exactly. I got you. I got yeah. you. All right. So I guess let's let's start from the beginning. I've heard you say you started coon hunting when you was young. About what age do you remember starting coon hunting? I can't remember the exact age uh, that I started coon hunting, but I know my dad would uh, uh, I probably was just probably may not even been walking, but dad would take me and, and pack me on his shoulders, you know, hunting and uh I can remember, you know, they'd take me out for a little bit, and I thought probably I hunted all night with them. But, you know, if they just took me for a little bit so I could uh, uh, see that dog turn loose and, and hear it tree, I, I thought I was hunting. So I <laughs> I bet you I bet your dad probably had me out when I was two years old, you know. So I've been, yeah. um, been doing it my whole life. I got you. And what age did you start, I guess, handling your own dog? Did you have your own coon dog, or did you go straight to squirrel hunting? Yeah, I, I did, uh, you know, and, and going back to that, talking about, uh, um, you know, when I started, I, I can remember, I can remember my dad would be talking on the phone about going coon hunting that night with his, with his buddies, you know, and, and, uh, and, and I've got young kids myself too. And I know, uh, don't get me wrong, I love my kids, but you know, <laughs> you don't get a whole lot of hunting done when you got a, a young kid out there with you. Oh, you it's know? tough. It's <laughs> and, tough. And, yeah. And, and I can remember dad talking about it and I would go and, and they didn't have crew cab or extended cab pickups back then. They just had the old straight backs. We called them, you know, uh, cab Ford trucks. And, and I would go out and hide behind the seat of his truck, lay down. When I heard he was going coon hunting, it didn't matter if it was two o'clock in the day or, or one o'clock in the day. When I heard he was going coon hunting, I went out there and I crawled behind to see that and I hid or thought I was hiding back there. <laughs> So he'd have to take me hunting with him. <laughs> so, that's, you know, uh, that's that's uh, that's how bad I had it. You know. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, did he let you go most of the time? So, sometimes I'd get a go, and sometimes I wouldn't get a go. Yeah. Of course, you know that was that was straight to crying and throwing a fit. You know that I didn't get a go, but uh, but you know I, he he done something right because uh, I'm still doing it here today. So. Well, yeah, apparently, yes, sir. He done he he got the bug in you somehow. He sure did. Yep. He sure did. And it's a, it's a bug you can't get rid of. That's for sure. I agree a hundred percent. So did you competition hunt coon dogs as a young fella or did you pleasure hunt mostly? Yeah. We, uh, you know, we, we pleasure hunted. Uh, dad was not, you know, dad would go to some competition hunts, but, but not a whole lot. You know, he, he owned probably, I don't know, three or four night champions, uh, that, that he made himself when, when I was 
just just young enough to remember uh and and he always had a pretty good dog uh but but i can remember you know uh i'll tell you how i got bit by the the competition bug um i was about 12 years old um and, and i had you know you asked how i you know got my coon dogs or whatever i can remember i can remember uh cutting grass painting houses uh doing whatever I could do to scrounge up enough money to buy my first coon dog. And, uh, yeah. I had, uh, I had got, um, got most of the money. It was $800. They, uh, they had a dog, uh, that I ended up calling Buena Vista Bill, you know, and at that time, you know, when you, when you went to the fair and, and you got a hat made, uh, Greg's Buena Vista Bill was his name, you know, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> And, and, uh, I went to the fair and got me a hat made with his name on it and just thought that was the greatest thing in the world. But anyhow, I, uh, saved, you know, saving my money, working, cutting yards, doing everything I could do and, and trying to get $800 saved was like, oh man, it seemed like probably 80,000 right now. You know? <laughs> well, I was wondering what, do you have a ballpark of what year that is? <laughs> that would have been, uh, man, uh, 80, shoot. Probably eighty six, you know, eighty, you know, eight hundred right bucks in the eighties was was yeah. not eight hundred bucks nowadays. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but anyhow, I got I got a lot of the money saved, and my grandma, she finally she finally come, you know, she seen me out working, and she said, uh, she said, hey, do you want me to lend you the rest of that money to uh, to get that dog bought? And it was two hundred dollars, you know, and I said, heck yeah, you know, that way I can get my dog. So so she lend me that money and. Uh, you know, I, I got that dog ball and every time she would see me that grandma would always say, Hey, why, if I was sitting in the house, why ain't you cutting the yard so you can pay me back? You know? <laughs> so so I, I would, uh, finally I got that $200, uh, paid back to her. And, uh, she told me, she, yeah, she had one of my friends was there with me and, and she, she told me, she said, I'm going to put this $200 right up here on this shelf and, Whenever you need it again, it's there. We'll, we'll, you know, I'll let you borrow it again. So. <laughs> nice. Well, she was teaching you so, yeah. work ethic. Uh, yeah, that that's right. That's right. So, so that's kind of you know, I got that got that dog bought, and uh, you know, I was just young, probably I don't know, twelve years old, something like that. So they they had a talk going back to how I got into competition hunting. They had a, it was more like a club hunt that was just over at Blue Creek, Ohio, which was from my house then was probably 30 minutes. And, uh, they was running a series of hunts over there out of the club. And, you know, people would go there on Saturday night yep. and have a competition hunt. Well, I went over, dad, dad told me, he said, Hey, he said, don't, don't go over there. You know, he said, uh, you're just going to get, you know, you're, you're going to get a lesson learned. <laughs> and, uh, Nothing would do me, but, uh, you know, I'd saved up my own money and the entry fee, which was probably 10 or $15. And, uh, I had a good friend of mine, uh, Bucky Spriggs. He, he, he had his driver's license. I didn't have mine. And, uh, I'd talked him in to, to driving me to that hunt. Cause dad, dad wouldn't take me. He knew what was going to happen. He knew it was going to be a lesson learned. He wasn't yeah. going to take me over there to, to get that lesson learned. <laughs> so, 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 so Bucky takes me to that hunt. We go over there to that hunt and, and, to make a long story short, you know, I, I got, I got beat, got, uh, the way I seen it, I felt I got cheated. You know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, uh, so I, I come home, of course I come home crying. I'm 12 years old, you know, 
I'm mad and crying. And dad said, I told you, son, you know, you're, you, uh, you, what was going to happen to you if you go over there, you know, and these, these guys was, these guys was, they knew what they was doing. You know, they, they was big time coon hunters and they, they pretty much, uh, told me how it was, you know, <laughs> or taught yeah. me how it was. So, so anyhow, I go home and, and, and I'm, I am, uh, all upset and they'd had a series. They had a series of these hunts and they had this big silver cup and it was plum full of money. So you, when, when you went there, you paid your entry fee and whoever won three nights in a row, they, uh, they won that cup and all that money. And so, so anyhow, they, they had all that money in there. And this guy that had, that I felt had cheated me was, was if he won one more of these hunts, he got that silver cup and all that money. And it was two weeks. They was going to have a hunt to every two weeks when it was. And, uh, man, I went, I, I just, I went to training and hunting and I was going back over there. Dad didn't want me to go again. He didn't want me to go. And, uh, you know, and I had nothing to do me. I was going. So I got Bucky to haul me again over there. And, uh, and we went over there to that hunt and then I happened to draw that guy again, you know, uh, yeah. and, and out there we went and, and I beat him that night with, uh, with my little dog and, uh, man, that's, that's where I caught the competition bug right there. Oh, 12 years old. Uh, you know, I was hooked for life then, you know, <laughs> so that's how all that happens. So. <laughs> the original money hunt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, yeah. I assume from that point on, you competition coon hunted until at what time did you start squirrel hunting? So, so again, my, my dad, uh, my dad was a, a big hunter himself, you know, uh, dad probably pleasure hunted way more than he competition hunted. Every once in a while he'd go to a competition hunt, but dad always, dad always coon hunted and, and squirrel hunted. He, uh, you know, he, he would do both and he had, he always had squirrel dogs and I, I didn't get into squirrel hunting much with him at all until PKC was getting ready to start having some, uh, some, uh, squirrel hunts. And, and dad had a couple do- nice squirrel dogs. And, uh, he said, won't you handle one of these dogs for me in that hunt? You know, they get ready to have a hunt at Owensville, Ohio. And he said, won't you handle one of these dogs for me? And, uh, I, I went, you know, went hunting with him, uh, just briefly and, and, and kind of liked it. And we, we took the squirrel, you know, went to the hunt and done, done real well with our dogs, you know, at the squirrel hunt. So, so I kind of a little bit, you know, I, I did it a little bit. I squirrel hunt a little bit, but my love, you know, at this time, my love was always for coon dogs, but the competition end of it, you know what I mean? Anything competition, I, I was all for it. So, so I switched a little bit there to, to squirrel hunting a little bit, but I still coon hunted. I, I guess whenever I completely switched over to to squirrel hunting because i went through uh so so moving forward here you know you, you get kids yes, uh, i finally realized that that coon hunting was not gonna pay my way in life so i had to get a steady job you know and start oh, yeah. working start working more so uh you know once you have kids they get in school they get in sports that kind of uh that, that's where the coon hunting kind of stopped so in two th- looking back in 2005, uh, I won a, a world squirrel hunt with my Pac-Man dog. And I really wasn't, we had Pac-Man. That was back when, when, uh, PKC had kind of was going and we had Pac-Man. And, and I remember that hunt. I'd laid Pac-Man up for like, Pac-Man wasn't even squirrel hunting for two years. Cause again, I had kids. You know what I mean? Uh, 
working yeah. all the time, uh, kids in sports, all that. And so 2005, I won a world hunt with him. He had been late, hadn't been hunting in two years, took him straight to that hunt. He won, uh, five rounds and won a world championship over a hundred dogs there. That's, that's what kind of dog he was. Wow. Um, so, so then looking, you know, I'm looking at dates here. So I guess of right around, I got in, in the squirrel hunting pretty heavy right around 2010, 2011, you know, is when I, when I really, I kind of wasn't coon hunting. I was just squirrel hunting only right around that time. So that you said that world hunt, I got so many questions after that spell. Um, that first world hunt, you said there was over a hundred dogs. Why do you think we don't see that many dogs? Like, was there that many more people competition hunting squirrel dogs back then? Or do you think it's just, there's so many different registries that have world hunts. People just don't attend one. At at that time back then, and that was the Claude Thomas world hunt. And and I believe, and um, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but, but at that particular world hunt, it was held in Parsons, Tennessee. And again, it was 2005. You know, they didn't have a lot of squirrel hunts back then. You know what I mean? They had, uh, they had the LMCBA uh, hunts. They had, uh, the National Current Price Breed Association hunts. And that was only like, you know, the OMCBA three hunts a year, uh, National Current Price Association. You know, they had a couple hunts a year and that was about it. So I think why there was so many at that hunt was there was very few hunts back then, very few squirrel hunts. Yeah. And, and everybody come. If you had a dog, and if it wasn't even tree, you know what I mean. A lot of people bring <laughs> these dogs that wouldn't even wouldn't even tree or nothing, but they just they just wanted to go to the, the Claude Thomas World Championship or the OMCBA World Championship, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, there like again, like I say, there was a hundred and some dogs there, and I've heard three or four different people say that that was the largest largest squirrel hunt as far as numbers goes that, that uh, they can remember, you know. And, but, but again, like I said, you would, you would draw a three dog cast. You'd draw two dogs that absolutely wouldn't do nothing. You know what I mean? I mean, they just, people just come there because it was the world hunt. They entered their dog. They fellowshiped all day long. It was more like a family reunion. And, uh, they just come there to say they hunted in the world hunt. Some people's not very competitive. (laughs) They just want to socialize. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, another question I had is, is when you first got into cur dogs, you said your dad, was already squirrel hunting and had some pretty nice dogs did you venture outside of his lines to or his breed to start getting your own dog or did you just hunt what he let you use and or get one from him we didn't uh dad was always uh dad was the the type that would get a dog at the beginning of the season and then hunt it through season and then as season got to the end you know he would he would sell it pac-man uh the pac-man dog that i won that world squirrel hunt with he uh he died here at my house very few dogs have died at my house you know we don't we don't keep them very long you know they yeah. gotta be pretty special to to uh to stay you know around but but pac-man died at my house and the reason why he died at my house is because i was old enough and i didn't live where dad did that i went and got him and brought him to my house because if not dad would have traded him off you know, yeah. someone he didn't he didn't keep no dogs. You know, yeah, I get that for very long. He 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 would sell them, but but no, we we mainly we hunted whatever was the best. You know what I mean? What it didn't matter what line it was or whose it was or where it come from. If it was good, we hunted. You know, was you looking for a certain kind of dog at that time? I know 
things have changed over the years, but at that time, was you looking for certain traits in a dog, or if it treed squirrels, that's what you wanted? Right. At that time, I didn't care. We started, and going back when I started squirrel hunting, we started with a little dog named Skinner, and he's still in a lot of pedigrees today. And he was a little feist. He weighed about 12, 15 pounds. He was just a little old small dog. He was he was a mixed up thing, as, as ugly as you ever seen. Uh, he had big in him, and I don't know what all he had in him, but he was just a little old ugly dog. And uh, Dad's best friend, J.R. Pollock, which is, you know, Dad's past now and J.R. has too, uh, but they was best friends in high school. Him and Jr. was. They, they coon hunted together. They squirrel hunted together. done everything together. But Jr. had this dog, and Dad would go up to – Jr. had moved work, had moved him to northern Ohio, and Dad would go up and hunt with him. And, and Jr. had this dog, and Dad just loved this dog. Well, finally, when, when Skinner was about seven or eight years old, Dad finally got him bought off of Jr. And uh, that's kind of what we started squirrel hunting with. And he was just a little – like again, a little old mixed up bagel looking thing and he wasn't twelve to fifteen pounds and uh buddy he hunted like a like a seventy pound walker dog and uh could flat could flat tree some squirrels. Now he was I would love I believe if I had him today, I swear I believe I could compete today with the dogs they are out here today. He was nice. that kind of dog, you know. Was he so, was he more of a, a nose nose dog or did he hunt with his eyes or both or uh, mainly eyes. He was just so fast and, and whipped around the woods so good. And could, man could flat tree squirrels now. Just always on the move. I mean, there there was not a, a lazy bone in his body nowhere. You know, it uh, them squirrels, when they got down and got, you know, an hour before dark, uh, that son of a gun could put on a show for you. You know, he'd tree every squirrel there was in, in the woods. You know? He was probably so, one of them that you could look between his ears and you could probably find a squirrel. Yeah, yeah he, he, was. he was. He was the first... Uh, like again, PKC had started the squirrel division. Uh, Rick Stretch had started it and he was the first ever, uh, PKC squirrel champion. Skinner was. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And, and that's, you know, I don't think that's any record that they've got anywhere, but that's one that Greg Mangan remembered. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, uh, Rick. but yeah, he was, he was a good little dog. Well, why are we talking about it? Rick and why PKC quit having squirrel hunts? Uh, I'll tell you why they quit having them, and uh, people probably don't want to hear this, but uh, Jeff Stallard, everybody knows Jeff Stallard, had a walker dog named Tom uh, back then, and uh, you know, in peak, he was allowed to hunt anything, squirrel dogs, coon dogs, whatever, he was allowed yeah. to hunt, same as you can in most hunts now, but uh, hey, no one could beat Tom, you know, he, he, he just, he beat everything, these, I don't know what it was, if it was... Uh, the hounds just intimidated the curves or, or what it was, but, but man, Jeff just beat everybody. I mean, every hunt he went to, he just, he just beat them. You know, uh, I can remember my Pac-Man dog and I liked him as well as anything I've ever owned. We was hunting in, uh, it was a world hunter of national. It was a big hunt and Pac-Man trees, a, a squirrel right in front of us right there. And we're, we're watching him and, uh, Tom was way in there way in there and tom when you turn him loose he started barking you know what i mean he just started barking like a hound and yeah. and tom was way in there and pac-man got treed in front of us and we're watching him and old tom just come in there on that tree with uh with pac-man and and you know it's, i think he had to hold the tree for two minutes or three minutes i forget what it was back then but old pac-man treed there about two minutes and uh tom tom didn't bother him or nothing tom was just running up and down that tree tree in every breath 
and old Pac-Man just got down off that tree and took off out of there, you know, and, and drawed yep. me a minus. And, and honestly, you know, I, I think that's what shut them down because it went from, and, and we never did in squirrel hunt, you never did have a great big group, you know, but you'd have 10 or 12 or something like that. But it got to where there's just two or three showing up because heck the Tom dog just beat everybody, you know, yep. just, just flat out beat them. So, so that's why it kind of shut the numbers. You know what I mean? The, what more uh, the, the numbers time. wasn't there? No, it it, it wasn't. And uh, you know, I, I that's what I say. You know, Tom, it was a the Tom dog just was so good. <laughs> Everybody quit. You know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I understand that. Well, I have heard you say you hunt curs for squirrel and hounds for coon. Does that still hold true today? That still holds true today. I'm pretty stubborn. And that's the reason why, you know, I've always said, you know, I, I coon hunt. I coon hunt. I coon hunt my hounds. I squirrel hunt. I, I hunt my curs. You know, I don't, I don't take my curs and coon hunt and I don't take my, my hounds and squirrel hunt. I just, that's something I don't believe in it. Now, now everybody, you know, everybody can hunt what they want to, but my belief is, you know, that, that you hunt your, uh, to me and, and uh, you know, I'm probably going to get, you know, screamed at for this, but, but, to me, a, a walker dog on squirrels is no more than a slick tree and uh, coon dog. You know what I mean? That's just always. And and I've seen and I've seen a bunch of I've seen a bunch of hounds tree squirrels. So so yeah. I don't you know. Uh, um, and and I give credit where credit is due. I promise you. If, uh, if I get beat, I'll let you know. If if, if a hound beats me and a tree and squirrels beats me, I, I'll give that all the credit. And, but that's just my belief. You know what I mean? I'm not going to yeah. hunt a hound on squirrels. Uh, just not going to do it now. Will you toss a little of that hound flavor in there on a cur? Yes, sir. Absolutely. If it looks if it looks like a cur, <laughs> that's what I said. If they get me a if they get me a solid collared one, then then I'm good to go with it. But it's just one of those one of those preferences that I you know me being hard headed that I'm not going to do. You know, I, I probably would have won if if I would have switched to the hounds uh, and adapted to today's world. I probably would have won a whole lot more more hunts recently but uh, i just i just ain't gonna do it you know yeah. that's just that's just me so <laughs> well, while we're talking about winning hunts how many if you can remember world hunts have you won i have my my dogs has won 16 world hunts i have personally handled uh 13 i've won 13 world titles in in the squirrel hunts is what i've won that's incredible yeah it's uh I've been truly blessed in that that department there. Again, the first one I won was was 2005 with my Pac-Man dog, and that that was that was pretty special. We had won uh, the nationals with him, the PKC nationals with him in 2002, I believe it was 2001 or 2002. We'd won the PKC nationals with him, and uh, and I just kind of slowed down hunting. Uh, met my wife that you know I have now, Jennifer, and uh, fell in love with her course you know and and just to just to kind of kind of I, I still had dogs and still hunted some but you know i was just you know in love with her and, and had the kids and and you know they was young and and uh just uh you know just had slowed way down you know and again that like to say that 2005 i won my first world hunt and then uh and then when i kind of got back in like i said 2010 2011 i got back into it and then 2012 i just went on a uh, a rampage to winning, winning world hunts there. So it, uh, it, it, it just all, you know, the, the, the next 12 that I won after that was like from 
months from 2012 to, to 2000, you know, 18, you know, so, uh, uh, several of them there in a short period of time. What, what, uh, what registries have you won them all in? So I've won, uh, so I've won NKC, NKC, WTDA, National Curve Vice Breed Association, UKC, NSD, USDC, CWTDA. I think I've already said that, but, uh, uh, I've had, uh, two of my dogs has won the OMCBA world hunt, but I've never actually won an OMCBA world hunt. That's probably something I'd like to do one of these days. So <laughs> I think, I think you only got two left, don't you? <laughs> yep. The yeah, only two I didn't hear you name was you personally win the OMCBA and the UMCA. Is that the only two registries I yeah. know that I know of that holds world hunts besides the ones you named? Yeah, the, the, and I got, uh, I think I've only hunted in one UMCA world hunt and, uh, I got, uh, got reserve world champion in it. Wow. So, yeah. That's, that's really incredible. Is there one that, like, probably the Pac Man, I would assume, because you said you like that dog a lot, but is that the one that really stood out to you or the harder they get, the, the more exciting no, they are? The, uh, uh, as far as which dog I like the best? Well, no, as far as, I guess, was any of them more special than the other? Maybe the first one, the oh, last the, one? The, uh, yeah, you know, the first one was good. Uh, the first, uh, I don't know, man. I, I liked them all, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every time you win, it's fun, ain't it? It, it is, and, and, you know, it's uh, a world title is a world title. That's something yeah. no one can take away from you. And, yes, sir. Uh, you know, I, I hear... Uh, I hear people say, you know, oh, that wasn't, you know, there was, you know, there's only 20 dogs there or something like that. But hey, a world title is a world title. I've got that world title. It's it's on these jackets and it's on these walls here at the house. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, I was, I was talking to Mr. Adam O'Donnell and we was talking about, we th- he and I both agree that once you get to the later rounds, it don't really matter what registry you're in, you're, you're drawing pretty good dogs at that point. No, you're, you're exactly right. Any more, you know, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Um, it was pretty, pretty easy early. You know, I felt, I felt that, uh, I outworked everybody. Uh, I out, I out trained everybody. You know, I felt, uh, uh, I was just way more prepared than, than anybody else, you know, at, uh, early, early on, you know, uh, 2005. I mean, you know, when I went there with Pac-Man, I went there with a, uh, an elite, dog i mean he was just heads above everything else he hadn't yeah. been hunted in two years you know what i mean he hadn't been hunted in two years took him straight out of the pen and went and won five rounds with him and he was just to me he was just elite he was above all the rest of those dogs you know yeah that's incredible there and, yeah and again like i said you know i think business started picking up around 2015 with, with the squirrel dogs you know uh and it's it's like now i'm, I'm on a I'm on a big dry spell <laughs> right now. You know, I haven't won nothing. I haven't won nothing in a while because, uh, man, there's just so many good dogs out there and so many good handlers and, and so many more people is, is training harder and working harder to achieve their goals, which has made it tougher. But, you know, b- before I'll be honest with you, when I went to world and I knew I was going to win, you know, and, and I went and I won it. There wasn't no, you know, <laughs> there wasn't no, I didn't, I wasn't going there to, to get in the top 10, I, I went there to win it and, and I'd go win it. I won, I won like five in a row, five world hunts in a row, went to five and won all five of them and knew I was going to win before I went. That's just, that's just yeah. the way I felt. 
you know. So that's not being that's not being cocky. You know, it's it's well, confidence means a lot. Yeah, yeah. I knew I was ready and I was confident. I wasn't being cocky. Like I said, it, it was just I, I felt I had the best dog on the end of my lead, and uh, I knew he was ready to go there at that time. I hunted every day. Just felt I was going to win it. You know. Well, I, I probably should preface it that I didn't mean early on like in yesteryear. I meant you might get a dog or two that might not be as strong in the early rounds, no matter where you go to a world hunt. But later on in the rounds, you're you're going to draw a pretty good dog, no matter what organization you're at. In oh, second, absolutely. Third round. Yeah, yeah, abs- absolutely. You know. Um, there's just just so many good dogs out. It, the, the the field now is so level. The playing field now is so level because everybody's got a good dog. You know, everybody's got a good dog, and anybody can beat anybody. You know, and uh, it, it's just it, it's uh, crazy how far how far the squirrel dog. I, I am very impressed from when I started to where the squirrel dog is now. It's just amazing to me that that the work people has put in to get the dogs where they are today they've done a they've done an outstanding job you know well I'm, so. i mean things y'all used to have to figure out on your own somebody like myself that i've squirrel hunted on and off for many many years with my brother-in-law and friends that had dogs but i personally never had a dog and now i got the internet so i can figure out in a matter of days what i need to be doing versus y'all had to learn by experience yeah yeah that's uh you know it's and and these garments you know what i mean uh, oh yeah we we hunted you know we we hunted in a time where there wasn't no garments you know you didn't you didn't have those to tell where you was at you didn't have a shocker to that you could work on a dog for you had to you had to run in there and, and uh work on them by by feet and hand you know what i mean so yeah. it, it uh it was a little tougher back in the day. Well, so. that and probably breeding also. You hear about these other dogs that you can actually see out there versus it used to probably just be in your hometown. Yep. You know. Yep. So yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. So. Uh so you have had some amazing dogs with some big time names. Uh, name a few: Pac Man, I believe Festus, Hummer, Blackout, Twenty K, Kate, Image, and the list goes on and on. Is there any of them dogs that really stood out to you out of all out of all the dogs you've owned squirrel dog wise? Is there one that you'd pick? Yeah, there's there's uh I'll start out with Pac Man. I promise you, and, and I've told everyone this and, and a good friend of mine, Tom Floyd, that squirrel hunts with me a lot and, and I'll have a lot of these world titles that I won was because of Tom Floyd. Uh, through the week and on the weekends, you know, training with me, you know, he was my, he was my ride or die, man. He was, he was by my side. We would start at daylight and, uh, we didn't get home till eight or nine o'clock at night because we would drive an hour to two hours hunting and we hunted all day. We didn't, we didn't go and hunt a little bit. We didn't go and hunt two hours. We hunted all day long, you know, is what we hunted. And, uh, and again, he, he was, Tom was a big, big help to me in getting my dogs ready. And he always pushed me. Tom always pushed me to be better, be better, be better. You know, he's just that type of guy. And Tom's just like me. He, he don't accept failure. He don't accept mediocre. We expect the best 
at everything we do. If it's, uh, you know, throwing cornhole or, or coaching softball or, or coaching basketball or, or whatever we was doing, we expect the best out of it. And Tom pushed me to, to get there with my dogs. He was, he was there to help me. But Tom, one of the times when I was getting that with the Pac-Man dog, Pac-Man, I bet you he didn't, I bet you I didn't walk to 10 trees in his life. And I had him, we, we got him from, uh, Andy Hershberger, an Amish in uh, Holmesville, Ohio. Andy's still living, still raises dogs, but that's where we got him at when he was about 18 months old, and he stayed here till he died at about 14 or 15 years old. But I didn't walk to 10 trees that that dog didn't have a squirrel in it. I mean, that dog had a squirrel every time he treed. You know, and Tom, nice. Tom went, ple- that's how I brought Tom's name up, you know, was Tom went pleasure. He didn't even own a dog, and he said, hey, take me squirrel hunting. And we went uh, went down the river bottoms, and and Tom went out of there holding squirrels. He couldn't pack any more in his hand. You know, we just had a, <laughs> a just just two handfuls of squirrels. You know, that that Pac Man and tree. And he was just a man. He was when he treed, he had a squirrel. You know, there wasn't no so so Pac Man was a very good one. You know, a very good dog. That's one that stands out. Uh, of course, the Hummer twenty twenty Hummer. You know. And I'd like to, you know, I'll mention these dogs and then I'd like to talk about them a little bit more. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you got time later. But uh, 2020 Hummer, just uh, a phenomenal, you know, just like Scott Engel said, a good friend of mine. Hummer was like catching lightning in a bottle. You know, he was he was the the competition dog and he was also the, the, you know, the probably the greatest reproducer cur dog of all time and, and and i challenge i challenge anyone you know records are meant to be broke i challenge anyone to to find one to 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 do as well as hummer did to the curdall world to the original mountain curve yeah. you know breed so hummer is just a, a standout and uh uh maddie ice next level maddie ice uh another dog you know that just uh maddie had more heart than anything i ever owned she would uh she would find you on the worst of worst days and she was, you know, she would find you a squirrel somewhere, you know, that, uh, just a tremendous competitor. But, uh, that's probably the three, you know, the three, uh, uh, really, really nice dogs, you know, of course, blackout and I have blackout here now. I really liked her 20 KK, you know, another good one that I had, but, uh, there's, uh, four pictures here at my house of dogs and, uh, of course, Pac-Man, uh, Hummer, Maddie Ice and Blackout, you know, that's the four pictures I've got here. So they're pretty, and, and they're on my nightstand. So they're pretty special too. So. <laughs> well, you sold Hummer, didn't you? I did. Uh, uh, again, took one of my, uh, crazy mad spells and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, something that I've regretted for the rest of my life, you know, that, uh, I got, uh, got, got upset, not at Hummer. It was, it was a partnership with probably one of the, best gentleman in the world and uh, just a misunderstanding between us and, and I popped my big smart mouth off and, and, and sold my dog there uh, by mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I actually, that's, that's how I come to get Hummer was uh, through me and Brian Looney. Brian had owned him before they had sold him and, and then uh, we had the opportunity to buy him back and, and I by no means had all the money to buy him back and brian went in partners with me and brian let me keep him and breed him and hunt him and uh i had a full reign of him you know and brian just a, a great partner but but brian ended up getting me back all of him by him and his brother shannon and uh 
you know, he was their dog to begin with. So, uh, he, he died where he needed to, you know, where he, when he died, he died with them and that that's where he needed to be at, you know? Yeah. So now, now was you breeding Pac-Man and Hummer and all them dogs when you had them or was you just more or less hunting and. No, I was just, I was just, uh, hunting Pac-Man. I didn't start breeding dogs until I got Hummer. And, uh, in one year's period of time, I bred a hundred females to Hummer and was also hunting, hunting while I was breeding, won four world titles with him, uh, in that period of, of breeding a hundred females. And, and I don't know if anybody's ever, you know, a hundred may not sound like a lot. Now that's in one year. That's, that's one year, a hundred females. Wow. And, and, uh, that's a, that's a, that's a lot. That's, that's almost a, th- a th- so. uh, you know, if you bred, if that was that many days, I mean, it's almost a third of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it seemed like, it seemed like every day. <laughs> so, but, I, uh, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Mr. Adam told me that one of the favorite dogs he's ever seen go was Hummer. Yeah. He's, Hummer. He said Hummer he looked electric. Was, he, uh, Hummer was a phenomenal animal. I, uh, so when I'm, when I started, you know, I was, I was at a squirrel hunt and, uh, and I draw Hummer one day and I don't know, uh, I don't know who Hummer is. I don't know who Brian Looney is. I don't know who Shannon Looney is. Uh, I was hunting a little female called Tiny that I had, I'd placed. She had won, Tiny had won the junior world. Merle Seeley had won the junior world with her and Gary Brown and I bought her off them. And, uh, and that's what I was hunting. And not at this time, but I think that same year I'd got, OMC, I won reserve world champion with her. Hummer had won it and she got reserve. But this was, this was before that hunt. We, I had drawed Hummer here at the Kentucky State hunt. And again, I didn't know Brian Looney, didn't know Shannon Looney, didn't know who Hummer was, but we lined these dogs up and we turned them loose. And, uh, and Tiny was a good dog. And man, old Hummer just shoots in there, just, just bam, about. 400 and just just comes treat and, and man it sounds like a hound in there just just clicking them off and we go in there to him and he's got a squirrel you know and my mouth's watering and we turn him loose off that and, and just again just just bam you know just treat again and we go over there and he's got another squirrel and, and he's just beating me that he does that about four more times you know and uh i don't know these guys and man they you know they're from virginia they're from the hills of virginia and, and you know, they just, they just sound like, you know, uh, I'd call it country hicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I may sound like a country yeah. hick, but I just thought they were just old, old country boys. You know what I mean? That, they don't know nothing about squirrel hunting. Yeah. They <laughs> was driving a big, nice, they was driving a nice truck and had a nice dog. And, and uh, so, uh, you was going to teach him a lesson, what you thought. No, I wasn't going to teach him no lesson, but I was going to buy their dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I'm saying <laughs> when you lined up with them, you probably thought, I'm going to teach yeah. these old boys a lesson right here. Oh yeah. So, so we, uh, we, uh, get done hunting there. We're walking out of the woods and I said, uh, I said, would you all take 5,000 for that dog? And, uh, they said, no, we, no, we, we, you know, we can't do that. So we got back to the truck and, uh, I said, would you take 7,500 for him? And that was like more money than I even had. I mean, I'm going to have to borrow yeah. it somewhere, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just to get this dog ball. Well, they turned me down again. So we get to going back to, uh, to the club and I'd spoke, you know, I, I knew Joey posting, 
you know what I mean? I, I knew him and, and was talking to him and, and we're going back to the club. And I said, man, I draw the best dog I've ever seen in my life. I said, I got to have this thing. You know, and I said, these, these two dumb country boys, I said, they, I offered them $7,500 and they turned me down. He said, what was her name? So I told her name. He said, you big dummy. He said, uh, that one's an eye doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the other one makes glasses, you know, and, uh, I thought, oh my gosh, here I thought I was out there with, uh, you know, offering 75. They just probably thought I was a nut, you know, <laughs> offering them that, you know, that little bit of money. But, uh, oh. but I, I didn't, I didn't get him bought, you know, and he went on to win that hunt. You know, I didn't get him bought there, but just that right there, hunting with him that day, that set my standard to what type of dogs that Greg Maynard wanted to hunt in squirrel hunts, you know, yeah. that, that was the kind of dog that I wanted, you know, to hunt. So that's how I come about seeing Hummer for the first time. And he had went on, he had went on to, uh, to win the world hunt that year, uh, in December. And again, I got second with Tiny, uh, got reserve world champion with her. And shortly after that, I'd kind of, there was, there was money, a money man that come in and, and he, he had offered $18,000 for Hummer and they had sold him to him. And then I got the opportunity to hunt Hummer. Yeah. And then to make, to make a long story short, Hummer kind of got, got taken away from me you know when you're hunting a dog for somebody they can do it's their dog they can do what they want so so he got taken away from me and then uh that dog was just it was either i hunt that dog or i quit squirrel hunting you know what i mean he was just always on my mind so yeah luckily the the next november i'd got him bought you know through through uh brian had helped me you know brian had bought half of him and i got i got hummer bought there then you know so and that's that's where we started started our start with a hummer there so. yes sir i know we're beating a bed, dead horse to death but them dogs like the pac-man dog and your earlier dogs that you was winning with did they hunt more like today's style or was i assume back then dogs were packing or was they always by themselves back in when'd you say 2005 the squirrel dogs was was always kind of independent you know what i mean they was they was uh most of them wouldn't do uh most of them wouldn't do nothing like i said you'd draw you'd draw three dogs in a cast and i always said this and one of them for an hour would tree squirrels with you or whatever or tree its own squirrel and then the next hour it just walked around with and the other one wouldn't do nothing so <laughs> you know what i mean it just uh, uh honestly they just wasn't that good you know they just <laughs> so, so they didn't really pack wasn't. together they just didn't even hunt a lot they just they just didn't do much at all, you know. Now yeah. and and again, squirrel dogs have got different temperaments, and and a lot of times when you mix them with dogs, some some squirrel dogs just won't do nothing. You know what I mean? Just, I get it. just you know they may be pleasure hunting and hunting them by themselves. They may treat all kinds of squirrels, but when you put them with other dogs, they're just kind of jealous, and and they may not do do nothing. You know. Now me, I I would know that before I went to a hunt. You know what I mean? And yeah. And, uh, that's how I knew I wasn't going to bring that kind. It wasn't going to stay around my house very long. You done yeah. learned them thirty dollar <laughs> lessons when you was twelve, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so I assume Pac Man and was a go get tree today style hunter, and he was just in the league of his own back then. Yes, he was. He was in the league of his own. He was before his time. Uh, Pac Man was now. Now, when I don't and, and and when I talk about Hummer, Pac Man was nowhere. Pac Man was a very good dog. Pac-Man was nowhere near a Hummer, not even close. Okay, to to a Hummer. So 
uh, Hummer, Hummer stood on a pedestal of his own, you know. All right. Well, I want to put you on the spot out of anybody's dog that you've hunted with. That is not your dog or you have owned. Is there another dog that stands out to you? Squirrel absolutely. hunting. Let me, let me rephrase that. Absolutely. Squirrel hunting, not coon hunting, squirrel hunting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the woody dog that Michael Perkins has is just, he's another one. He, he's another lightning in the bottle. You know, he's, to, to me, he's a hound. You know, I know he's, uh, supposedly he's got some, some cur in him or whatever, but you know, he, he looks like a hound. I drawed, I drawed Woody a lot when he was younger and he was, he was, and I told Michael this, you know, he was, he was a slick tree and idiot when he was younger, or I felt he was, uh, but, uh, he turned into a squirrel tree and machine and, uh, Woody was, uh, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you and tell you that Hummer's better than Woody or, or Woody's better than Hummer. But what yeah. I'm going to tell you about them two dogs are was them two dogs are winners. You know what I mean? They was. They was big time winners. They was, I, I wish I would had Hummer, uh, longer, been able to hunt him in, in the hunts that's available today. You know, the, the, the yeah. truck hunts, the, the world hunts, the money we're hunting for now. You know, when, when Hummer won the USDC world hunt, it paid $4,000. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, you know, the, the USDC world hunt pays $12,000. You know, uh, I'm not saying Hummer would have won what Woody won, but, but yes, Woody is a Woody. Big Creek Woody is a top-notch dog, you know, uh, as they come. He's as good as they come, you know, yeah. bottom line. He's a winner. He's a winner. He's he's a winner. He does what it takes to win. Hummer was that way. I've seen Hummer just, just make trees if he had to. I've seen Hummer tree squirrels, you know. So so they knew, them two dogs knew what they had to do to win, you know. I hate to keep going back to it. Was, was he more competition-driven, Hummer, or was he – pleasure hunt or competition he was just the same dog every day hummer hummer was good no matter what you was doing uh the thing i liked about hummer is about every two minutes he was treed somewhere you know and uh if squirrels down moving he'd treat, excuse me he would tree squirrels if squirrels wasn't moving he would make den trees on bad days you know yeah and circle trees and uh he was just hummer was just a uh just a dog, you know, that just, just had it all, you know, just, you know, he, he could do whatever. If you wanted to squirrel hunt and kill squirrels, he, he'd do that. If you wanted to go out and hunt for money, he, he, he knew the smell of money. He liked money. You know? so. <laughs> now I see you have a mixed bag of dogs. Do you more like males or females or does it don't matter as long as it wins? Honestly, I'm a, I'm a female man. I don't know why I say that, but I am, I'm a female man, but, uh, is that coon and squirrel or just? Yeah. Yeah. I would rather hunt a female myself, but now I'm going to hunt, you know, like the, the coon dog I'm hunting now, he's a male, you know, and, uh, you know, I've done a lot of winning with male dogs. So, uh, yes, it's sir. just, I don't know. I, I, for some reason I say I like a female better, but males may have been better to me. <laughs> so, you know, that's, well, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to, I think it'd be hard to pick with the lineup of males and females that you've had. Yeah. Yes, uh, I've got a few more squirrel questions and I'd like to move over to coon, but one of the first questions I had in squirrel was, I guess what started the USDC and for the people that doesn't know, that's the ultimate squirrel dog club with there being several other registries. I guess my question is, is why, why I make another one? Uh, so, so I had, I actually had no part of uh, starting the uh, USDC, Sonny Conwell, uh, Larry Kimbrell, which is still our, our 
treasure. It's been with us since 2012 when it started. But Sonny, Sonny Conwell, Larry Kimbrell, uh, Norm Island, Jeff Island, Dual Sherman, uh, Tony Waters, Mike Collins, Dean Wright. I know there was a bunch of them, you know, that, that at that time, 2012, had, had wanted to start a squirrel division. And, and I could be saying this all wrong. So somebody listens because I was not, I was no part of that getting that started. I yeah. just want to make that clear. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, they they started a, a great thing, but I, again, I was no part of that. And I and I'm a, I know them gentlemen all got together. I think in Nashville, uh, they met in Nashville. They hashed out some rules. They put this thing together, and it was kind of uh, what they had went by was the old PKC Squirrel Division. They picked kind of picked up those set of rules and uh, and made their rules, and and that's kind of where USDC come from, the PKC mentality of coon hunts and squirrel hunts. So. So that's how it got started. You know, you know, I was, again, I was no part of that for probably, I mean, I hunted in their hunts, you know, and loved their hunts. That's, a, that's the style of hunts that I wanted to hunt in, but I didn't come. So it is what is 22 here. So I'm working on my, I think third term of being president here. So, so I've been president for six years or something like that, you know, is whenever I become president of it. So. Maybe, maybe six, eight years, something like that. That's, that's how I got involved, you know, in the, in the USDC. You know, I hunted their hunts, but they had come to me. I was, I was promoting pretty hard, my, you know, Hummer. I was studying Hummer, doing some other things. And, and, uh, they wanted me to, they, they wanted me to bring some of my ideals to USDC to, to take it to the next level, you know. Yeah. So, so they just didn't want to hunt the other registries or they wanted more, more money. I guess money hunts. Yeah, at that time, you know, you didn't even have you didn't have NSD, so really all you had was OMCBA and NKC at that time, and NOM or UMCA or whatever. So that's all you had, and there wasn't no money hunts. You know what I mean? You didn't hunt for money; yeah. you hunted for trophies. And so that's where they, you know, they wanted to start a money money division of it. That's how that that's how the USDC got started. You know, yeah, was, uh, paying back some money. No. So, is that a, a registry? Like, do you have to register your dog in USDC, or is it just strictly money hunts? Yes, yes, it's a, it's a registry. Yeah, you got to join, got to you know membership. Uh, dogs got to be registered, all that stuff. I got you. So, do y'all have do y'all have a junior USDC hunts, or like as in for dogs, young dogs, or is it just the world hunt? Yes, we we started a junior division. I think this was our third world hunt that we've done that and man it has uh it has really uh blossomed you know it, it's uh it's really grown from you know we we started the junior dog hunts and, and and it's uh you know we've had 20 to 30 entries at our world hunt it's just it's been great you know it's it's been uh it's been real good you know yes so you're if i'm mistaken correct me but you're the president correct yes and yeah, mr jeff island yeah. is vice president Yes, Jeff is the vice president. And y'all yep. have to work your rear ends off promoting. It's it's a busy time, ain't it? It, it is. It, it really is. It's, uh, you know, anything you do, don't care what you're doing. If you're going to be good at it, you got to work at it, you know. And it don't matter. I don't care what you're doing. You know, if you're if you're going to have a bingo house, you know, you, you got to work at it. Yep. And uh, and we have. We've, we've worked our tails off at it. USDC would not be where it's at today if it wasn't for Jeff Island. We've got a good group of people, you know, we, we've got, 
we've got good guys that come support us and, and USDC is, is growing. It's getting bigger, uh, putting on some, you know, we're giving away trucks. We're giving away thousands of dollars. You know, we're having our ground floor series, you know, at those hunts, you know, your winner's getting about $10,000 a hunt. It's, uh, uh, what, what I envisioned when I started squirrel hunting, I wanted it to get to where the coon dogs are, where the coon, you know, coon hunts yes, are. Sir. That was, that was my envision and, and my dream and my goal, you know, since I've been doing it, I've realized that there, there just really ain't the, the number of dogs out there that there is in the coon hunts. So it's not going, it's, it's not at the coon dog level, but it's real, real, real close. You know what I mean? And, and for instance, Ashley Guthrie, you know, that's, that's been a coon hunter his whole life. He's jumped over. He won the, he won the world hunt, world squirrel hunt this year. And, and there's good money here now. You know what I mean? There's good money here to hunt for. So, yeah. Well, I always ask that question, you know, and I'd like to get to that later, but I guess we can talk to it right now. You know, it, it blows my mind that the world hunt for coon, there are so many people there. It's, it's a, it's a big deal. And, you know, you, you have hundreds of dogs there and then you get to squirrel hunting, which is, I might be completely wrong, but it seems like pretty much the same thing, except for you do it during the daylight mm-hmm. and you might have 30 dogs there or 20 dogs. Yeah. There. And I just, it seems to me like there ought to be more squirrel hunters because it's easier on family life. You know, you're not gone all hours of the night. It's easier on your job, on your body and all that. But for some unknown reason, it's not. Yeah, it's, uh, and I think it's the dogs. I think there's just not the number of, of dogs that you have coon hunting. You know, there's just, there's just not five or 600 squirrel hunting, squirrel dogs out there. You know, there's, you know. there's a hundred squirrel, there's a hundred squirrel dogs out there and there's 30 real good ones. You know, and then you've got 30 that's mediocre. So you get about 50 or 60, you know what I mean? That you're going to have at a, at a world hunt. So, and that's just being, that's just being brutally honest, you know, yeah. about, well, you know, that's, I don't know how good they are, but I can show you a pile of squirrel hunters when it comes squirrel season on public land. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. They, they love to do that. Yeah. They love to do that. But, so. You know, I just, that's always been one of my questions, but so one of the things I saw y'all do this year, y'all started a youth world with money added, and I believe it was completely free for the youth. Am I mistaken? It, it was. No, no, it was. We uh, we wanted to do. We, we've wanted to do for the youth for for a long time. Uh, have a youth world hunt, but you know, I just here's here's my thing. Uh, I, I'm big on on numbers. You know what I mean? And I didn't want to have a youth world hunt and have two or three people there. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, it just wasn't to me, it did, it wouldn't have the feel of a world hunt. And, uh, and man, I, I forget the numbers we had this year, but the turnout was just awesome. You know, it was, it was, uh, 16 to 20, some, somewhere around there of youth hunters. And it was just, and, and we done it on Sunday. We done it on a Sunday. And the reason why we done it on Sunday is because usually at the world hunt, when you get down to Sunday, there's six dogs left. So there's six, six dogs there and 12 people. And that's all that's there to see us crown a world champion. So bringing the youth there, more family there, more kids there and everything that's hunting at the same time. There's more people around to, to celebrate that dog that wins the world championship or wins the youth world championship. But, uh, but so that's, we, we done it that way, uh, totally free, 
free to the youth. You know what I mean? Uh, come out and hunt and, uh, man, it went off, went off great. It went off, uh, went off real well. So. One of the things I liked, which, you know, I'm a, I was watching from Facebook. I thought it was really cool. But one of the things I liked was most of these youths wasn't packing no grandpa's old squirrel dog. They had some dogs. Man was letting them use show enough dogs, their dogs that, you know, in the hunt. Well, that's, that's the way, uh, the boy, the, the little boy that won the, uh, the youth world, I think it was, you know, he'd squirrel hunted a couple of times, but kind of his first squirrel hunt, but he's, he's a coon hunter and, and he knows, he knows a dog, you know, I, dad grew up coon hunting with us and, and uh, so this boy knows the dog and what a dog's supposed to be doing but but yeah he he borrowed a dog clay stevens had hooked him up with tom smith's little female and uh he hunted her and won the world out with her so he was he was packing one of i think she won dog of the year you know in nsd so he was yeah. he was hunting one of the top dogs out there so he, he didn't come with no slouch yeah <laughs> i believe she got uh she was a, she become a world the she got inducted to the Hall NSD Hall of Fame this year, didn't yeah. she? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah she's so. she's a dog. So yeah, it, it amazed me because most of the time these dogs are are precious to most of us, and you just kind of shy away from letting just anybody take them out. Well, Tom is, uh, you know, me and Tom Smith a squirrel hunted back in the PKC squirrel hunt days, and uh, Tom is a top notch guy, and uh, he's all about the youth, you know, and and growing our sport. You know, he was, he was all for, you know what I mean? That boy hunting that dogs, which was pretty awesome, you know, uh, especially a dog of that caliber. Yeah. So what about, I noticed that, and for the people that doesn't notice, I'm going to say a lot more information that you already know, but in USDC, first tree points is 125, second tree points is 50 and third tree points are 25 and most other registries, it's a hundred forty and twenty or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why one twenty five? Do you have a clue? You know, it's just uh, one twenty five. It's kind of the you know the the first dog tree. You know, kind of more points. I don't know. Just, just it's it's all in in preference of you know what you want. But we kind of we kind of just felt you know as as uh, board members. Uh, you know, we just, we kind of, everybody kind of liked the idea of, of award 125 points, you know, the first dog tree. So I, I didn't know if y'all uh, had a purpose kinda, for that, as in if a dog, if it was a percentage more that that dog should receive or, you know. No, just, just you know, that's just kind of what we, to go by, you know, there. Uh, everybody kind of liked the idea of it, thought the first dog, you know what I mean? But the, if something backs, that way he gets more points, you know. Yeah. So. Well, it's probably silly, but when I first, watched backwoods heritage i watched a hunt and it was plus for 125 and i'm like well where'd he get the extra 25 at you know (laughs) (laughs) i'm over here trying to figure Uh out i'm like what in the world's going on (laughs) yeah what what about the usdc hunts are they two-day competitions versus the standard most other ones do one-day hunts or yeah we we uh kind of what we you know squirrels stir early and uh and then you know the midday round they kind of they kind of go up, you know what I mean, and and uh, you know don't move as well. So uh, mm-hmm. stir early, and then and then they stir again in the evening. You know, as the way I've seen it. And we want we want a squirrel. We want to we want our hunts won by by tree and squirrels, and uh, and that's the most opportune times is uh, morning and evening, and that's kind of what we based ours around. So yes, because uh, we 
uh, I've realized one thing since I've been helping put on hunts is what draws hunts and, and what, what makes more people want to come and, and what makes it more interesting is, is good places and, and tree and squirrels, you know, and if you, if you have hunts in good places and, and tree game, you're going to sell out hunts, you know, and that's what it's all about. You know, yep. that's, that's what, that's what we're doing this for, you know, so. Well, I, I guess I like your side of it, but I also like the side of when you got young kids, it's, it's a lot easier to do it all in one day. Yeah. But yeah. that middle round kills me. I cannot get my dog yeah. to pull up if ain't no squirrel there. And, yeah, you know, you yeah. I get circled to death at lunch. And that just, <laughs> yeah, that it kills me. That's right. And, and the other thing, I'm going to tell you this, to put on a good hunt, to put on a good hunt, you can't cram it all into one day. You know what I mean? You're just running around chasing your tail all day long. You're forgetting things you need to do and you're trying to get all three, you know, cause in the winter time, you got to think, Hey, it, it gets daylight at seven and it gets dark at five. You know what I mean? You're, you're uh, trying to get three rounds in, into one day and it's tough. It's yep. tough. You know, so. Oh, I get it. I, I mean, I like the idea of both, you know, it'd be nice if they moved all day and you could get it all done in one day. But then again, I like the idea of, you're more opportune times or early in the morning, late in the afternoon. So, yeah, you know, I, I like that idea of it. It'd be nice to, it'd be nice if I had a little more pocketbook money and, and a little more free time to venture up there your way. Yeah. So yeah. when I heard you talk in the past or earlier, you talked about Mr. Tom Floyd, you said y'all meet, meet hunted or still meet hunt mm -hmm. during the week, I guess to set yeah. your dogs up. Yeah. Do you, mm -hmm. do you kill every squirrel that your dog trees right, or do you? If your dog trees ten, do you shoot one? How, how does that work? You know, uh, personally myself, I'm not a big killer. Now, now that's that's me. Uh, Tom, my buddy Tom, he loves to shoot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he, I like it too. He, uh, yeah, yeah, he loves to shoot and uh, he loves to have a good time, and and we we kill some squirrels, you know, to the dogs, and and that's something we've done. And just being out there with him, you know, just a blast. Uh, you know, if his dog goes over here in trees and mine goes over the opposite way, hey, we don't split up. We we walk over to his dog, kill his squirrel, and then we together we we walk over to mine. You know, we cut his back loose and walk over to mine and kill it. And go to his and kill his, and and uh, so we just. But but yeah, he. I, I'm not again. Like I said, I'm not. And some dogs, some dogs do need every squirrel killed to them. Some dogs don't need as many, you know, and Tom's, Tom's a meat hunter. Tom's not a competition hunter. He, he don't like competition hunting and he's good as anyone out there, but, but he just likes, he just likes killing. So, yeah. <laughs> so when we, when me and him go, we go kill him. So. <laughs> well, you know, I hear some people say that their dog gets greedy, so they only want to kill one or so. And some people, you know, like to shoot everyone that their dog treats, right? I didn't know where you stood on that side of the coin. Yeah, it, it, it's just all a matter of what dog you're hunting, you know, and you got to figure that out with your dog. Do, do they need squirrels or do they not need them? You know what I mean? So that's, uh, and that's something you got to figure out on your own, you know, uh, so, uh, whether, whether they need them or not. Are you still squirrel hunting a lot or are you more or less putting on the hunts? I have, uh, I have pretty much cut back on the squirrel hunts, uh, with, uh, with starting up pro sport. And, and, you know, it's pro sport, USDC, work, family, 
uh, it's just, uh, uh, like you said earlier, a man of many hats. It's, it's a lot going on. So I, I've, I've kind of, I don't squirrel hunt near as much. I, I squirrel hunted early last year and kind of give it up and, uh, didn't hunt hardly any hunts at all last year and, uh, just helped make sure that, uh, the hunts was run right and, uh, you know, the right people was there. Jeff done a good job. Jeff stepped in and done a great job of, of putting those on. Uh, so I could focus more on pro sport, you know, and I tried to, uh, I tried to get, get away from being president, you know, said I'd just step aside and be a board member, but they still want me there as president. So, so I'm still here. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, I, well, we, I want to transition to pro sport, but before I do that, you was talking about Jeff and, and putting the hunts on, it tickles me to death, which I say that because I'm not fighting for a position, but how he randomly drops hunts and doesn't tell anybody. And then all these grown <laughs> men are fighting for spots. It tickles me yeah. to death. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, Jeff, I had always done all the scheduling. I'd done all that before. And Jeff jumped out there this year and really stepped up and, and, and put those, uh, put those, you know, hunts together and, and, uh, the places and, and the, the dates and all that stuff. And, and man, it, uh, it tickled me to death the way the, the excitement that everybody had for those. Now, is he doing that for fun or is he don't mean for it to be like that? And it just the way it happens. Ah, uh, I get, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, it, it worked, whatever, whatever it was. It oh worked. yeah. So it, that, and, and that's, uh, that's, that's the main thing is, is you want something you don't want to put a hunt out there. And it don't feel, you know, that's, yeah. that's the worst feeling in the world, you know? So whatever he did, Hey, it worked. <laughs> oh, it was funny. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. he would give people watch at 8 AM. I'm going to yeah. drop a hunt. And they'd be men on there saying, we're at what kind. Yeah. And he wouldn't, he'd just radio silence. And then at 8 AM, yeah. if it was eight Oh five, a lot of times they'd be sold out and they're like, man, I barely missed it. Yeah. So, yeah. So. That was a lot of fun, but. Oh uh, yeah. Pro sport. Is this your baby or somebody else's idea or how did this come about? So how this, how this all come about was it, it was not, uh, wasn't no part my ideal at all. Uh, Levi Stevenson and, uh, Jason Stevenson owned a uh, Ford dealership and they wanted, they had had a PKC hunt at their, their grandpa's, which would be Jason's father-in-law's, uh, uh, barn there. They, they'd put on some hunts, you know, some PKC hunts and, and had some big money hunts, some pro classics there and stuff. But, but Jason and Levi always kind of wanted to register, you know, they always kind of wanted to, to start their own thing. And, uh, they got with Scott, Scott Engel and, uh, went to talking about putting on a truck hunt. And luckily Scott got me involved in it. You know, he asked me, he said one night, well, he was just like, Hey, Jason and Levi's coming up to the house and they brought Judas Bowling with them. Uh, Judas was along with them and, and we sat down there at the table and, uh, come up with this, uh, this truck series deal and put on this truck gun. Uh, not knowing, uh, not thinking or knowing if it would, it would work or not, you know, <laughs> so, but, uh, but that's how, uh, that's how pro sport, you know, luckily Scott was a good enough friend to include me in on it said uh hey let's let's see if we can make this thing go so so they was just wanting their own registry and to hunt for i guess more b bigger pots 
Yeah, well, I think, yeah, yeah. And I think Levi, you know, as, as a young, you know, Levi's 24 or something like that. Uh, uh, again, same, same as me growing up, you know, and seeing UKC and, and PKC as a, as a young kid and being like, Oh man, wouldn't it be awesome to have your own kennel club? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and so, so I'm sure he, he and Levi envisioned, you know, something like that. And, and uh, that's kind of how it just, kind of all got started was uh, the idea of putting on a truck hunt. Now, I guess I'm more of a watcher from afar. I like to watch it, but I don't know just a whole, whole lot about it. Is Did they have points, or is it just more or less you enter and you win, and the next time it's open, you do the same thing, or do they have a world hunt? How does this work? We, uh, um, you know, we, we started out with just, just having a, uh, a truck hunt, and uh, it went off real well, and we we decided to have another truck hunt. And of course, it went off real well, you know. And uh, so we're working we're working our way up to then we then we had bigger money hunts and, and different things like that. And uh, yeah, it's it's grown into it's kind of uh, it, it's when we got started. This really wasn't what we thought we was going to do. You know what I mean? It just kind of all worked worked out that way and, and yeah we've got uh sponsorships that have come on with us and joy dog food and integrity medical and some others and we've got a, a dog of the years series starting now and uh and planning to have a world hunt this year and it's it's uh it's clicking on all cylinders right now so so there is a points race yes there is a points race yeah w- would i yeah. would i be in a a pretty good position to say that that echo dog's doing pretty good in that points race He's done pretty good in it. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's done pretty well. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I really, yeah. really like watching these coon dogs. I don't, I haven't coon hunted in years, but I like watching them. I don't know why. I, I think it's a lot of y'all's commentary. Y'all, y'all like to heckle each other and, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. It seems like a lot, a really good time. Well, it is. And, and I'm, uh, I'm the type of feller I like to have a lot of fun. Probably, probably aggravate a lot of people a lot of times, a lot more than than they want to be. But uh, but if you're around me, you're you're gonna have fun. You're either gonna say I can't stand that guy and <laughs> and don't want to be around him, or, or you're gonna have a lot of fun. You know. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I just hey, I enjoy life. I love coon hunting. I love having a good time, and uh, I love it. I'm I'm just I'm just in awe with the way everything's going, and just just happy the way it's going now are you still hunting pkc or are you just pretty much yes, pro sport? Abs- no absolutely love pkc by no means are we in any competition with pkc or anything like that we uh we just want to we want to put on good hunts and we want to have good hunts to go to whether it be a pkc hunt or a pro sport hunt or, or whatever it is yeah we 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 still fully support pkc so are y'all still hunt- are y'all hunting by the same rules as pkc or is there anything changed in it very very similar uh one of the main uh one of our main differences is uh you know everybody cast stays together that's one of our our biggest differences and then uh, we have a no leash lock rule also that uh that's different from pkc and, and a three minute tree you know instead of a five minute tree so that's you yeah. that's the three main differences than, than pkc well you're always known for packing good dogs, whether it's squirrel hunting or coon hunting. I guess I want to ask the same question as earlier. Um, of the coon dogs that you've had, is there any that just stood out to you? Uh, the one that I uh, probably won the most with was 
little female uh, back in 98, uh, Grugan Stylish Moon. Uh, she won the Super Stakes. I forget what year it was. You know, I wasn't hunting her when she won the Super Stakes, but the guy I hunted her for bought her. And then, uh, then I started hunting her. But, but yeah, she sticks out. She was probably one of the better, better ones I ever hunted. And I hunted some dogs for Leon Childers and Junior Jackson, you know, uh, hunted, uh, couple different dogs for them but yeah back in the uh, late late 90s you know had a blast doing that so uh, i've hunted some hunted some pretty good coon dogs would it be fair to say since you're transitioning over to the coon hunting you enjoy it more than squirrel hunting yeah i, I do i just uh the, the competition end of it you know the 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 squirrel hunters are a bunch of good guys you know what i mean they're just they're just good guys you know and you do have some competitive you know, competitors over there, the, the Perkins boys, you know, they're, they're, they're tough competitors, you know, uh, in the squirrel hunts, uh, Joey Poston, uh, Ricky Bean, you know, just, just tough competitors, you know, as good as you can get, they would make real, real good coon hunters, the Perkins boys and Joey Poston. And, and, uh, there's, there's some others, you know, they're, they're real competitive, but most of the time the squirrel hunters, are just a bunch of good guys, uh, the coon hunters, Hey, it's, it's, uh, it's competitive. It's, uh, uh, you know, everyone you draw is just, uh, I just love the competition end of the tuna, you know, better. It's just, uh, more of a, to me, it's more of a, uh, you know, get, get hyped up. You know what I mean? Uh, uh just going out there and competing. You're going to have to, you're going to have to compete for it, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> now you said that you thought that there was more competitive dogs in coon hunting. I, you might, and I can edit this out if you don't have an answer for that. But do you think that that's for a reason? They're they're breeding dogs better, or there just ain't as many people that's competitive enough as a person to make good squirrel dogs. Now there is now at the, at this point in time there is very competitive squirrel dogs. You know, in, in all departments, there's just not as many. You know what I mean? Uh, what I'm getting at is you've got there's 64 coon dogs at a hunt. And there's 27 squirrel dogs at a hunt. You know what I mean? There's just yeah. more coon dogs. You know what I mean? There's yeah. just uh, numbers wise. Uh, as far as level playing field, yes, nowadays, now in the squirrel hunts, there, there's, there's 27 good dogs out there. You know, so yes, yeah, I just want to clear that up. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that there's not, you know, there's just yeah. numbers wise, there's just more coon dogs than there is squirrel dogs. Yeah. So, well, that's probably a lot of us contributed to. Back in the day, the how high the coon pelts were. Mm -hmm. There's so many yep. more coon hunters, and I guess that's been passed down through traditions. Right. Now, is the atmosphere around a clubhouse similar in both aspects, or because the squirrel hunts is everybody's buddies, and it's we're going out here now. Once that once that uh, time clock starts, it changes some. But is it similar in coon hunting, or? Is it pretty much competitive the whole time? It, it's pretty competitive the whole time. You know, there's each year there's getting, you know, you've got uh, uh, Adam McGuire that's jumped over and, and uh, started uh, squirrel hunting now. And he's he's uh, he's a fierce competitor, too, you know, and, and uh, you know, so it, it's getting it's getting a lot more competitive. You know, the squirrel hunts are it's 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 real. Like I say, man, I'm just uh, it, it's growing. I want it to continue to grow, you know, because I'll be back at some point. I'll be back squirrel hunting. You know what I mean? It's just uh, it, is uh, that just because you want to win a world in the coon hunting before you said and done? I, 
I would love to win a world coon hunt. You know, that's probably my biggest goal in life is to win a, a world <laughs> coon hunt. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try at it, you know, keep, yeah. keep trying. But, uh, you know, I know I'll, I'll get that right dog. The right dog will bring me back to the squirrel hunts. Just find that right dog. Yeah. Know? Now, talking about Adam, I believe it was Adam the other night on Backwoods Heritage that you said, uh, his dog was over there trying to meet too. And I think he got, <laughs> you got, you struck a nerve on him. <laughs> he, uh, I, me, me and Adam, we talk every day. We, we cut up. We have a good time. The, the, the dog I'm coon hunting now I got from Adam and there's not a, a, there's not a harder coon hunter or squirrel hunter on the face of this earth. That boy there, that boy there will hunt blisters on his feet, uh, every day or every night, you know, and, and I give him a hard time. You know, I, I probably shouldn't have said that. I don't oh, know. everybody took it as a joke, but oh yeah, he, it, it got to him and, and he turned around and gave me that look. But oh, he, I he laughed. Said, I thought, I thought Maynard, it was why are you so hard on me? Why are you so hard on me for Maynard? Said, that's cause of, that's cause of loving. That's why I'm hard on him. He's, <laughs> he's a good friend of mine. He's a good, good friend of mine. So. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> now you said that you'd probably come back to squirrel hunting eventually if you found the right dog. If, if mm. you had the right dog for coon hunting and the right dog for squirrel hunting, which one would be your favorite? If, hang on. If you wasn't shooting for the world coon hunt, just if you didn't have a world coon, if you, okay, if you'd already won a world coon hunt, get that out the way, and you had the right dog for coon hunting and the right dog for squirrel hunting, which side of the competition coin would you go to? Coon hunting. I'm a I'm a coon hunter. I love coon hunting. <laughs> Something about the dark and the. It's just that's what dad dad uh, raised me up. You know, coon hunting and. Uh, you know, we squirrel hunted too, but man, I loved the coon hunt. Do I ever love the coon hunt? So, <laughs> yeah. Other than the opening on track, a lot of these squirrel dogs that I see nowadays hunt a lot like a coon dog. Oh, yeah. And that's what, uh, to me, that's what you got to have to win. You got to have that quickness, you know, that, that get in there, that first dog tree, you know, that stand tree. And uh, to me, that, that's why I was success, so successful with the squirrel hunts early on was I based my squirrel dogs. I wanted my squirrel dog to be like my coon dogs was, you know, and uh, a lot of other people probably didn't like that at that time. You know, their squirrel dogs would hunt around you. You know what I mean? You could see them all the time. Yeah. He was walking them over squirrels. That's right. And mine would, mine would be in there 700 tree before they, theirs could get tree here in front of us, you know, Oh man, your dog runs past too many squirrels. Yeah, but he's done three, uh, three to your one. So let's, let's keep, <laughs> let's keep walking to him. So <laughs> now, do so, you do you like a mouthy dog to get you good strike points, or is that not really your style? You know, you know, a, a mouthy dog is uh, is a big plus. You know, getting that first strike is is uh, a big weight lifted off your shoulder if you can get it. You know, uh, I'm more of a I'm more of a tight mouth dog. But now let's just face it, that them tight mouth dogs have got three and extra coon to win. So. Uh, if you can get one that strikes early and, and, you know, can put a coon on the end of it, it's, it's a big, big plus to have. Okay. Let me ask so, this question. Does your dog that you hunt now strike well? He does. He, he, uh, he's about a medium strike dog. I'd call him, you know, a 75 or a 50 strike dog. So, uh, you know, he, he probably could get open a little bit quicker, but he's, he's done, you know, I've, I've got some strikes with him. He moves so good. He moves around so good, what you know. So I'm getting strikes with him that way. So yeah. I really like the dog I'm hunting right now. I, I really like him. Uh, 
we're going to win something big. I keep telling myself that we're going, we're going to win something big. I just don't know when it's going to happen. Well, look, I hope you do. The competition looks stiff out there. It is. It's very, it's very stiff. It's tough. It's tough. And, and you get so close and, and you wonder, you know, man, that, that was, that was my window to slip in there and I didn't do it. You know, how many more opportunities am I going to get? So yeah. it's that tough out there right now. How many nights do you do average hunt in a week? Man, that's one of the things that I could do a, a whole lot more. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be a lot better. My dogs would be a lot better if I could hunt more. But, you know, I work a, I work a job too, you know, and, uh, you know, if, if I get a hunt a couple times through the week and then, you know, uh, about every weekend I'm going. So, so that's four nights a week, four out of seven that, uh, for working, man, I guess that ain't too bad. I'd, I'd love to be able to hunt more because I know I would be better. My dog would be better, but. It's just hard to do and, and work, you know. Are you knocking coons out during the week? Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a big, again, I'm not a big killer, you know. I'm not a big, and I get in trouble for that. I get, you know, uh, people tell me, hey, you need to give that dog some coons, but I'm not a, never have been a big killer. So, yeah, uh, I just, just not, you know. So. Well, I didn't ask that on the squirrel hunting side. Did you, when you was hunting, was you hunting seven days a week, squirrel hunting a lot or? When, when I was winning all the time, yeah, I hunted every day. I come home from work. I would, I would, I would rush home from work. And if I had a half hour to hunt before dark, I hunted a half hour. If I had two hours to hunt, I hunted two hours. I just, uh, it was easier. You know what I mean? And, and I could, I could squirrel hunt over here in these hills. So, you know, I work an hour. I work in Huntington, West Virginia. So it's an hour drive to work. So an hour drive home. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. grab your dog and hit the woods for hopefully a couple hours and, uh, uh, it's just tougher with, with uh, coon hunting. You know, you just can't grab them and go like that, you know, because uh, it's an hour drive to hunting. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Hour drive, hour drive to work, hour drive home, and an hour drive coon hunting, another hour drive home. It's just tougher. It's, it's tougher to do. So. Oh, for sure. Um, now, yeah. I guess during the week when you're going, are you just tuning, letting your dog tree, hold the tree for a while, then going in there and looking and then sending them on again? Or. Are you doing like you would in a competition? If you called your dog, give it five minutes and I, I try to do everything like a coon hunt. You know what I mean? I'll start a stopwatch and uh make him hold the tree for five minutes or, or three minutes or whatever it is and try to try to base everything just like if I was in a in a coon hunt. That's what I try to do. And uh, uh sometimes, you know, I'll let them tree longer if they need to if I hadn't had them out in a while, you know, I'll let them tree a little bit longer. And then sometimes you they get where they ain't supposed to be and try to get in there as quick as you can. So, <laughs> <laughs> what about do you do you condition your dogs? I do, I do. I have a I have a dog walker here, similar to a horse walker. I have that. I've got like a, a big carousel. Yeah, yeah. I have that. Uh, I I can hook four dogs up to it and run them on it. Or I've got a I've got a treadmill here also. That, how they do on that on that walker that looks like a horse walker? I mean, is that what it's for as a dog, or is it for a horse that you? This is for a dog, you know, but it's very similar to the horse walkers. But this one is built for a dog. And uh, now, is they it do you know a walking speed? Try it. Yeah, low. Uh, you, it's got variable speeds. I can I can make them trot. I can make them run, uh, and I can make them walk. You know, so uh, I just kind of just a good. I don't really run them, just a, just a good gallop or whatever, you know, one of a trot or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's about what I do with them. I've never, and, I've never uh, seen one of them. I might check into one of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty handy, really. So. You like it better than the treadmill? I 
do, the treadmill is a little bit uh, dangerous. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, you put one on treadmill, you better watch it. Yeah. I think you should. I see these slap mills that a lot of people are flat mill or however they want to call it that the dog can, if he wants to run wide open, he can run wide open. But in my mind, it'd be hard to teach a dog to stay on that thing and not be scared of it. Right. I had I had one of those two and probably run 50 dogs on it and only two or three liked it. So so it's, uh, you know, it's one the dog's got to get used to. Dog's got to like it. You know, they're kind of loud too. So it, uh, some dogs don't like it, you know. Yeah. And then some dogs around good on it. So I guess one of the last things I want to talk about was Backwoods Heritage. Is that yours or is that somebody else's that you just take control of or how does that work? That belongs to Ashley Guthrie and, and I believe Ashley's brother owns it. You know, they've got uh they've got lots of followers and we kinda we kinda do our you know, do our uh, live feeds on it because they got they do have lots of followers and stuff and, and we'll we'll go we'll go through them and then Ashley Ashley sponsors our coon hunts for us so uh, so yeah we we try to run our videos through them. I so. I, I think that's really cool. I I don't get to hunt. I've got two young kids and it's pretty tough tough for me to be like you know what would be fun is for you to let me go squirrel hunt all weekend and you keep our kids. You know she don't she don't think that's near as amusing as I do but. No, no, that's that's kind of like I said. You know, I I quit there, slowed down a lot there for about ten years. Whenever the kids was young and, and in ball and stuff, and then once they got got up older and got junior high to where they weren't playing on the weekends, you know, that's that's when I started back hunting. So yeah, that uh, I, I love to to watch that. I'll, I'll sit there and watch that on Sunday mornings or Saturday mornings, and and I'll check Facebook see who's winning and cast turnouts and i I like it all if i can't be there i like to know who's there and what dog did what well and and that's right and that's what we try to do you know and a lot of times you know service uh sell service like i tell people you know we try to have these hunts in in good spots and a lot of times your best hunting you don't got the best cell phone service oh for sure uh, you know you're you're not able not able to do the live feeds but that's uh, we we try we try our best to bring you a live feed because hey i'm one of those guys too that if i'm not there i kind of want to know what's going on so uh if we're able to bring it to you you know that that makes it that much better you know to bring bring that hunt live to you there to watch uh, I, I enjoy it i like it. it's a lot of work man it's a lot of walking uh holding that camera out there <laughs> but uh for sure and and it's hard to come up with commentary for an hour and a half if it's down yes it is yep yes and walking constantly you know you're walking and talking and, and it's tough it's it's a tough job I, I like doing it i would think the coon hunts would be harder because it's dark and trying to find where yes. your light is <laughs> yeah it is it's tough it's tough <laughs> but I, I i really enjoy it and i'm glad that y'all are doing that uh dexter has some one-time productions he was doing a lot of the squirrel hunts for the umca I like I like both of y'all's feeds, and one of my buddies is gonna get in the get him a coon dog puppy. I don't know that we're gonna be at y'all's level, but we might have to get out here in some of these thirty dollar hunts and play around a little bit. Hey, that's that's how you get started right there. Yes, so, sir. Well, yeah. is there anything that you'd like to promote or talk about that I might have missed? I, I know we covered a lot, and you got the floor. If you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. I'm I'm. You know, we're going to share this, and this is about you and your promotion. So whatever you want to promote, we got it. 
I just, uh, again, we, we plan on, you know, with pro sport, uh, we, we plan to have a big youth hunt, you know, we're, we're planning to have one of those. We know the, the backbone, you know, the getting the youth involved and, and carry on, carrying on our traditions, you know, of, of what we've done is our youth. So we plan to, uh, we're, we're coming up, kicking around some ideals to, to put on a good youth hunt for pro sport. You know, we, we've done that with USDC. We, we've had youth hunts with it, plan to continue to do the junior hunts, the youth hunts, all that stuff. And, and uh, USDC is growing. It, it's great. You know, it's a great thing. Anyone that, that listens to this and, and, and can't coon hunt like they used to, Hey, go find you a squirrel dog and you're still going to do a bunch of walking squirrel hunting, but you know, go find you a squirrel dog and, and try it out. You, you'll like it. You'll really like it. Just encourage everybody to, to follow those, you know, trying to get involved in USDC or Pro Sport one. It's two, two good things. I, I, uh, I'll take pride in both those. So. Yes, sir. Now, when you said y'all was going to try to have a youth hunt for the Pro Sport, is that going to be a deal kind of like USDC where? the youth hunt for free or is it still going to be an entry fee? Hopefully with, if we could get enough, ideally, you know, if you can let a kid go there and hunt for free, man, that's just, you get more people involved, you know, Oh, for sure. Uh, more youth able, able to come and, and through sponsorships, you know, and we've got, man, man, we're spending money on these dogs like crazy. We're spending entry fee money. Hopefully there is, you know, if you took, you know, 20 people, put up a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars or a hundred dollars you know what i mean you could have a pretty good youth hunt for these kids so oh yeah so through sponsorships you know it it would be uh it would be good if we could some money throwed in there for those kids to uh to put on a good hunt for them i think i think we do a a good job of promoting i think we do a good job of uh of hosting the hunt i think we do a good job of recognizing the hunters so uh, i think uh i think a youth hunt uh, pro sport youth hunt or, or if it's even usdc youth hunt, we could really make it good for some youth hunters you know yes sir. So. yes sir well you know just on the outside looking in there might be a lot of people that wouldn't mind dropping four or six thousand dollars for their kid to go out there and hunt but that would be a tough situation at least when you're dropping it on yourself you know if you make the mistake <laughs> yeah you know yeah. <laughs> that you, you're to blame you know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. And I, I really, right. I really enjoyed the the youth with the USDC, letting them kids or or what have you get out there and hunt for free and get to hunt for something. You know, that probably meant a lot to them. Yeah, that uh, Audra Perkins come to me and and she's got a daughter uh, Ellie that's uh, she is uh, Ellie's probably fifteen, she's probably sixteen now, but but she she's been on me the last couple of years to have one and. Uh, we was able to have it this year, and I, I think Ellie was in a daggone a volleyball tournament. She didn't even get a hunt in it, but Audra was there to. Uh, she took all the pictures and was there to support them, and, and it, it was good. You know, it, it was a. It, it's something that hopefully one of these days, you know, when when I'm uh, older and and maybe even gone, that someone can look back and say, "Man, he put the, he put together the first USDC uh, youth hunt with with the help of of you know the Perkinses, Audra, and them." Uh, and Jeff and, and a bunch of us putting it all together. So, yeah, doing good things. Hopefully, we can continue to keep doing that. Yes, sir. I I wish I'd asked this a while ago when I was talking about it. When y'all are having the pro sport, the world hunt, are y'all going to do some sort of something for people that's hunting young dogs? Or is it just uh, run what you brung if it's a year old or if it's six years old? 
yeah, that that'll be the first one. You know, we're 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 growing, we're learning, and uh, you know, maybe one of these days we'll have a puppy program. Just time will tell. Just see how things are going. You know, God's God's blessed us with uh, what we've been able to do so far. We just hope we can continue to grow and and do good things and bring better hunts for the hunters to hunt in. And that, and that to me, not not even that it's mine. You know what I mean? Not even that it's pro sports or yeah. I'm a part of pro sport. It's just man having good hunts for people to hunt. That's, that's my goal is just to put on good hunts for, for people to hunt in so, something for us hunters to go to, you know, just good, good hunts, you know, yes, good hunt. And so, well, if, if you don't have anything else, I think I've held you quite long enough. Uh, I appreciate you sitting down and allotting me this time. I know you're a very, very busy man. Yeah, I I, uh, I appreciate it. I like to talk, so I could probably talk and talk and talk some more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could too is the bad part. But, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, at some I wanna, point. I want to mention, yeah, I, I probably didn't get to mention this dog uh, as, as much as, you know, I mentioned Hummer quite a bit and Pac-Man was mentioned, but the, the Lamati Ice female, I, I got to throw her in there. Yeah, uh, she she's as she's as good a one as uh, a squirrel dog wise. I know this is more of a squirrel hunting type podcast. You know, she was uh, Maddie Ice. I won three world hunts with her, and I think after I sold her, she won two more. So uh, really, what what was she out of? She was out of uh, Aunt, the ammo dog, the uh, Matthew Hall's little ammo dog. She was she was quite the dog herself. So she was probably. Uh, as far as squirrel dog goes, she was probably the better squirrel dog, you know, as, uh, as far as just squirrel hunting. But, uh, she, she was quite the dog. Maddie was, Maddie was a dandy. So I didn't, I didn't get, I, I owed that to Maddie, you know, to, to, to mention her a little bit more. So. Well, what about the, are you still hunting the image dog? I sold image. Uh, I hunted him for Caleb Wilson and, uh, and then Caleb sold him to Ashley Guthrie and Ashley won the world hunt with him this year. Yes. Sir. So, uh, yeah, and I'd I'd won uh, dog of the year with Image, uh, one dog of the year with him, and then won a, the little world hunt with him. And uh, Image is Image is uh, a good one, and of course he was out of Hummer. So uh, I didn't so, yeah. know that until I, na- I mentioned it a couple times. But I was talking with Adam O'Donnell. He told me that Image and Action Jackson was littermates. Yep, they're littermate brothers. Yep. I didn't know that. That's that's pretty amazing. That's a heck of a cross. Well, in my mind, uh, that's a heck of a cross to have two dogs oh, yeah, of that, that caliber. Was, absolutely, yeah. That's uh, that's special. That is special. Yeah. That's what you know when you when you're going to uh, when you're going to to get a pup or uh, or or breed a female or something like that's that's something you want to look at what what those littermates do, and uh, that's definitely a, a special cross right there. Now, now you're not a puppy man, are you? I think you're a started dog man correct i am no puppy man for sure you know <laughs> i'm not good with puppies i can raise them and sell them and then uh once you get them free and give them back to me i can put the finishing touches on them but uh, i'm not a very good pup man <laughs> <So>. <laughs> now you might not want to talk about it but these seven puppies you got running around the yard right now what are they out of they are out of uh a rodeo and old rodeo and uh, a little female here that we own called stormy um good little female we got and uh they're all uh they're all leaving here this weekend so well, they're at that age where man they are very messy you know what i mean oh yeah and <laughs> so, everything <laughs> yeah yeah so i give them you know i get home from work and try to give them a little bit of yard time and that that helps with them not being so pin pin shy and stuff you know now so, uh, 
you you don't hunt puppies, but do you breed a lot? Oh yeah, we got the uh, me and Scott. We have shoot, I don't know. We probably got ten females here. We breed. We raise. We raise and sell a lot of puppies. We sure do. He's got you know he's got rodeo, which is world champion, and uh, you know we own the females together. And, now uh, all sell, your females sell pups. are they? I assume that's ten coon dog females. Yes. Yeah. They're most of them's, you know, a grand knight or a knight champ, platinum champions. You know, most of them is, uh, is coon dogs. Uh, we do have some that's just real good blood. Uh, that, well, that's where but, I was going. Uh, was a, yes, yeah. old brood. Uh, right, I don't use right. the B we, word, we but do, brood we, female dogs. Right. I think, uh, I think pretty much everything we got here right now is a knight champion or a grand knight or a PKC champion, I believe right now. Uh, everything we got here is that. Uh, everything's coon worthy here you know they're not just but but we also got you know some that's just real good bread you know? yeah uh, so uh, now how many squirrel dogs you got laying around there i've got one squirrel dog here right now it's blackout well she and, must be uh, pretty nice for you not to sell her she well she uh caleb wilson owns her but uh caleb is such a good friend that he heard me talk about blackout and he actually bought blackout and said, Greg Maynard, put her up there in your pen and do whatever you want to do with it. And uh, that's a pretty good friend there to do that for you. Yeah. He kind of he kind of bought my dog back for me and said, here, put it up there in your pen. If you want a squirrel hunter, squirrel hunter. If you don't want to do nothing with her, just look at her. If you don't mind, so, uh, I need you to send me Mr. Caleb's cell phone number. Where I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to start talking to him on the daily. Yeah, and, and, and he that's another guy, you know, met him through squirrel hunting. And, uh, just, just, man, there's some good people out here, real good. And, and I, I've hunted for, you know, I'm hunting for Adam Campbell right now, coon dogs. And, uh, there's just not a better, better guy in the world. And, uh, hunted a lot of these dogs, you know, I mentioned the loonies, uh, Tim Willis, me and Tim Willis partnered up. We won, uh, man, how many world hunts did we win together? I, I don't know, a bunch. You know what I mean? We won, we won a bunch of world hunts together. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, about eight world hunts together, you know, me and Tim did. So, uh, I've had a lot of good people, you know, help me through, through the years, you know, so. These hunting dogs will bring, bring some of the best people into your life. That's amazing. Absolutely. There, there's no better people in the world than, than tree dog people. Just no better people in the world. And I so. think it's, you know, because we're all somewhat similar. Everybody's trying to put the time in. Everybody knows the time that you got in your dog to make it to where it's at. And it's just a respect level. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So, so I had a question right quick. One more. And I cannot think of it. I, oh, <laughs> when you get to get known folks on that backwoods heritage, man, I get that tickles me to death. You don't, you don't let nobody get over on you much. You said you ain't a running. You, you, you ain't going, and they ain't going to run. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. That's exactly right. If they ain't so, running you know, to your dog, you ain't running theirs, are you? No, it, it's man. Here's the deal: we do a lot of walking in, in night or day or whatever. We do a lot of walking, so why, hey, let's pace ourselves. There ain't no sense wearing ourselves out on that first tree. Let's just pace ourselves and get there when we need. You know what I mean? At a, at a, For sure. And, and I'm man. I'm 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 way overweight. Uh, I probably weigh fifty more pounds than what I should. I feel like I get around pretty good for what I do. But uh, you know, if I could lose fifty pounds, I'd I'd be real good. But but heck, it not. You know, that, uh, 
I kind of level things out. You got the fast people, and then you got the slow people, and then you got me in between. So we'll just kind of walk where I'm going to be at, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got that. That and yeah. the I like the online cow or the live Calcutta's. Oh man, yeah, we uh, uh, Sammy uh, Samuel Green, he's he's our little auctioneer at them squirrel hunts, and uh, we put on some real good. We put on some good Calcutta's and stuff. And believe it or not, believe it or not, and uh, uh, Steve Burkholder, you know, he started up this a podcast too with the uh, Houndsman XP or whatever. He he's done one, but and, and he said, you know, he brought this to my kitchen. But believe it or not, a lot of the stuff we done at squirrel hunts, I've brought to the coon hunts, and it's made the coon hunts better. You know, I, I feel it has. You know, the the live feeds. You know, no one done live feeds. Until, yes, sir. You know, I kind of started doing them. You know, the Calcutta's. You know, we we brought the Calcutta's from the. They used to do Calcutta's years ago. In two months, and we kind of brought it back, and uh, so it, it's uh, a lot of a lot of the stuff we do at squirrel hunts. We've brought over here to these coon hunts, and, and believe it or not, it's 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 made it it's made it a lot better. I think so. Whether people want to agree with that or not, it has. So well, I'm with you. I, I think that they make it yeah. better, more entertaining, and I enjoy it. Yep, yep, I do too. I I love it. I love it. I'm gonna do it for as long as I can do it. So yes, sir. Yeah. Well. Mr. Greg, I'm finna let you go. I know I've kept you on here. If you don't have anything else, I'm gonna say let's wrap it up. I'm uh, good to go here. Just uh, thank the good Lord for the, the the life He's given me and and being able to do what I love to do. So uh, yes, you know, sir. Well, I sure cool. appreciate you cutting out this amount of time for me, and I will be in touch with you. And like I said, I, I just thank you for coming on. All right, buddy. You have a good one. Thank you. You too. All right. All right, guys. That's the end of Mr. Greg's podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed it as much as I do. Again, I'd like to thank him for taking time out of his busy schedule. It took us a couple of weeks to get this set up. Uh, he didn't have to come on. I mean, he took did that out of the goodness of his heart, you know, to give us something to listen to, get a story out there. And I really appreciate that. I enjoy hearing about these dogs that you see in the pedigrees and and see pictures of for those of y'all that are on facebook that have not came and liked the hunting dog public facebook page please come and follow and give us a like a comment we don't have a way to judge what you do and don't like if nobody gives us any feedback so and those of you that are giving us feedback it means a lot it means more than y'all know so we appreciate y'all we're trying to grow the community uh, like and share our our podcast. You know, we're trying to get it out there. We're trying to to grow the community as a whole. Uh, somebody that you know might not squirrel hunt, might just enjoy listening to hunting dogs. You know, we might get them into the group, and they might end up with a squirrel dog. We might grow the community that way. Also, I have a YouTube channel called Outdoors in Moreland. Um, I'm probably for the guys that don't have a podcast app. I'm going to start dropping it. Might not have a video on there, but it will be where you can listen on that. If you want to go do that, I'm probably finna start dropping mine on there. Like and subscribe on that. Um, I have some squirrel hunting videos, some shooting videos, some deer hunting videos, a little bit of everything. It might not be for everybody, but you know, for those of y'all who have not heard about my YouTube channel, Outdoors in Moreland, come and check us out over there. We appreciate y'all more than y'all know. We appreciate the comments uh, on Messenger and publicly. 
we really appreciate everything that the community has done as a whole. We keep uh, we hope to keep growing it, and we look forward to the future. Thank you all for listening, and as always, enjoy the great outdoors.